Market validation is something I've spoken about on the podcast in the past, and I've also written on the uh, over on the Instagram handle and on the Medium page. Now, the idea behind market validation, especially for those of you who've been listening to the podcast recently, maybe the last two or three recordings, the whole idea of market validation is you have this idea that you want to bring uh, to the market, no matter what your industry is, you have a main thesis, and then you want to see whether this thesis is viable, whether people buy this product or this idea, and uh, whether there is a substantial market here that you can exploit. Now, some of you listening to the podcast will say, um, what does this have to do with me? I'm a wedding photographer. I'm a wedding planner. I'm a wedding video person. And so all this technical talk about market validation has absolutely nothing to do with me. And you are far away from the truth. Because the thing is, a lot of us who come into the wedding and the event space are creatives at heart. And so we have a unique bent, a unique style or some peculiar thing that we want to bring to the table and that we believe sets us apart from everybody else in the field. For instance, when I was coming into the wedding game back when I was in Lagos, close to about 10 years ago, my whole thing was, I do not like Photoshop. I think Photoshop is excessive. I would only like to photograph brides who like being natural. And I think that there is a market for more natural, candid style um, photography. Now, my mom and a couple of people who were around at the time, um, they figured that that wasn't going to fly, that if the market wants Photoshop, then by all means, go ahead and give them Photoshop. But I decided to stick to my guns and I was going to run through this whole thing of keeping things clean, keeping things candid and simple and not being photoshopped or at the very least not being excessively photoshopped. So that was the kind of value proposition that I wanted to bring to the market at the time. And I'm sure that there are some of you wedding photographers who can relate. Now, some of you who think, um, on the other hand, that uh, photography should be highly um, stylized, sophisticated, and um, idealistic, and you bring that to the table as well. So we all bring different kinds of creative uh, bends to the uh, to the table, and it's not just limited to wedding photographers alone. Wedding planners and decor people and cake artists also bring their own um, also bring these uh, slants and elements of style to the table for instance my friend uh, or rather my acquaintance that i've spoken about before on the podcast um, paola uh, she doesn't do much wedding cakes anyway but that's because she's more of a novelty um, cake person and so for her uh, that's the big thing about cakes you know the whole thing about um, novelty something new something that hasn't been done before let your cake be unique and so even when she does accept wedding commissions it's um that is uh, that's part of the whole deal it has to be novel so that's what she's bringing to the table and then of course for event planners and for decor people some of them have ideas particular ideas about what is sophisticated um, what is high life what is tasteful um, what is modern, you know, things like that. And they bring this to the table as well. So even though we're not dealing in products per se, you know, we're not selling uh, trinkets or selling cars or whatever, there still is something that we're bringing to the table that we need the market to validate. So for me, there's that central question, are people willing to pay for photography without Photoshop? And for you, the other wedding photographer who wants things to be extremely stylized are people 
willing to pay extra for all that extra FEC that you're going to bring to the table. And then for you who likes to keep things rustic, let's say you're a decor person, is there a market for rustic uh, uh, themed type of weddings? So there is a certain element of market validation that we have to be consciously engaged in right from the beginning. And that's the key thing here, why I say consciously, because a lot of us have this key thesis, but then we don't consciously pursue it and we're just uh, trotting along. And that's pretty much what I did and a lot of us uh, do. We have this thesis and we don't, um, we don't, uh, we don't chase it um, all the way to its logical um, conclusion. So now how do we go about validating our ideas so for uh, no photoshop photographers like me how do we go about validating that idea well we do it through the sales process and that's one of the reasons why the sales process is really handy because if you engage with the sales process um, and you put your foot down and you go full speed ahead and you try to validate this idea you're going to get uh, key uh, very important feedback along the process about whether this is working or whether this is not working because quite frankly, if you stay in your house or you stay in your studio or you stay in your office or wherever and hope that the sales come to you and the sales don't come, you might end up saying there's no market here for these kinds of weddings or there's no market here for no Photoshop um, type brides. But the reality is that there could be a market, but you never pushed it. You never tried. So to validate your idea, you have to go consciously and uh, deliberately, maybe even aggressively, into um, selling now uh, selling doesn't involve uh, hitting people over the head um, for the purposes of this podcast episode let's just break it down into three simple um, processes uh, so there's prospecting there's qualifying and then there's customer service now prospecting is going out to look for people to talk to so for those of you who if you're a wedding planner and you want to push this whole rustic thing or if you're a cake uh, if you're a baker and you want to push this whole novel thing or you're like me and you want to push this whole candid, uh, clean photography thing, no Photoshop, then what you should be doing in the prospecting stage is trying to ask yourself some questions. Brides who like novel cakes, where do they hang out? So if you think they hang out on uh, the Wedding Wire or all those foreign websites because maybe brides who hang out on Bella Niger are too, uh, I don't know, local-minded or whatever, and they'll just do pretty much the same thing that everybody is doing. So if Adesuwari Tommy did this kind of cake and it's on Bella Niger, everybody's going to want the same kind of cake as Adesua. Uh That's the lady who married uh, Banky W, I believe. So if you think that they are on Wedding Wire, then that's where you ought to be spending more of your time, on Wedding Wire, maybe advertising their, uh, well, if you can afford the advertising rates because I hear that they are quite expensive. But that is part of the whole prospecting process. This group of people that I'm chasing after, where do they most likely hang out? And then you go and hang out there as well and see how you can get them to raise um, their hands, either by advertising or trying to engage, build up conversations, uh, putting up content and uh, things of that nature. So that is the first um, part, prospecting. And that is the reason why, for those of you who are long-term listeners, you will know that uh, I'm a fan of uh, wedding shows and I really think you should go out there um, that's wedding expos because it is a physical way of getting to where the brides are because um, for now, well, at least until COVID um, hit and the lockdowns were a thing in March last year, it's a very good way to get face-to-face -face, uh, with the brides one-on-one uh, -on -one. and then you get a feel of which kind of brides attend which kind of um, shows and then you can plan from there. 
So prospecting, looking for people to talk to. Now, the whole thing about qualifying is now you already have someone that you're talking to um, face-to-face or maybe over the internet or you guys are chatting on WhatsApp. And qualifications is about asking questions to find out if they have that need that you want to satisfy and all other expectations are in sync uh, concerning budget and um, if there is an urgent need for your product or service. Because if there is a need for a novelty cake, this lady, the bride that you're speaking to, actually does love novelty cakes and I can afford the 200k price that you're asking. But the thing is, she only got proposed to recently and, uh, you know, he hasn't spoken to her people yet. And so they don't have a wedding date for now, but they're looking at 2025 and blah, blah, blah. If it's that kind of conversation, everything matches except the sense of urgency because they really don't have um, a date. So she is not... Um, qualified in the strict sense she's someone whose number you should hang on to and keep in touch with because she could be a she could be a good prospect for that uh, 2025 date that they have in mind okay no 2025 is too far when 2021 okay so let's say 2022 so that possible 2022 uh, date that um, they might have so that's what qualification um, is about uh, basically so for wedding photographers it will be those kinds of questions of you know what's your ideal uh what's your what's your ideal wedding day coverage i'm supposed to look like is there any photograph on my instagram handle that you like what are the ideal images that you are looking for um you know things of that nature that will kind of give you a sense of uh what style they want what it is that they're looking for and you know so you know if there is a match or not so that's the whole qualifying process is there a match now assuming that there's a match and we're okay on the money and we've gone ahead to secure the deal the uh the real crux of the matter is going to come out in your customer service process afterwards you have to reach out do a debrief be sure that everybody's happy and then you need to get key feedback about what worked and what didn't work because that is where you're going to know if your idea has been validated by the market or not now in my own case i thought that um having in my own case i thought that being uh, this whole thing of no Photoshop, I assume that that was going to be the key. But in the customer service process that has followed over the years, me keeping in touch with everybody, um, hope you're happy, you like the albums, everything, what did I do right, what could we have done uh, differently, uh, why did you recommend me to so-so-and-so. From asking all these questions, I found out that the um, it turns out that the unique selling proposition for me was not even the um, no Photoshop thing, because I have two brides i remember who made me really really happy because they said i was tired of being photoshopped but it seems that for the majority of people i heard things like oh you are nice you are professional you are on time and um, all that other stuff in the beginning which broke my heart because what i was trying to achieve was to uh was what i think is a much more elegant style of um photography but then i found out that was other intangibles that turned out to be my um my unique uh, my unique value proposition so um okay yeah so this is just an example to show you how we can validate the ideas and why you should go through um this whole process because at the end of the day uh, you will find out whether your idea works so if you're this uh rustic style wedding planner you will now is through going through this process that you figure out whether there's a market for rustic weddings or whether there's a market for novel cakes or you might find out that even though you've been pushing this whole rustic thing or no photoshop thing or novel cake thing you'll find out that unique value proposition was something else entirely because you could be pushing novel cakes novel cakes novel cakes 
but you find out that what the market is actually saying about you is that you have the best tasting cakes ever or you might be pushing uh, best tasting cakes best tasting cakes uh, natural ingredients um, what else no allergies or whatever and then you find out that what the market really values about you is um, is your uh, what's it called that's for these cake people you know when they do the finishings you know you and the finishings and all the art, artsy stuff, you know, the sugar craft and the all the lining and all the design that you do on the cake. So I find out that is your unique um, value proposition that that's what people value um, about you. So, um, yeah, so that's why this um, exercise is useful, this whole thing about market validation. Because um, you validate your idea, then you know that you can increase the speed and go full speed all ahead because this is something that works. And in going through it, you might find out that you didn't quite validate your idea, but you found something else which happens to be your value proposition. And then you can now take that to be a uh, part of your messaging and then key through with that and then just speed through all the way. So if you turned out, so if in the beginning you were this whole novel cakes, novel cakes, novel cakes person, and you found out that you have the best tasting cakes ever, then in your marketing uh, material, you probably ought to lead with that, that you have the best tasting cakes ever. And then um, uh, novel cakes and all the other things that you like will um, follow on from that in your marketing material. Okay, so we've gone over the 10-minute mark, and uh, let me wrap it up here. So, um, yeah, that's it. You have a unique idea that you want to bring uh, to the market. It applies to those of us who are wedding professionals as well. Because we have certain ideas around um, style and sophistication that we want to bring to the table. And uh, so we should go on and make sure that uh, the market... Um, we get some market feedback and secure some market validation. So that means we have to prospect right. We need to qualify right to be sure that we're a match with our customers. And our customer service and follow-up should be on point so that we find out what it is, the main reasons that the people actually went with us in the first place. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.